Well, uh, thank you for, again, for the invitation. And um, it's good to see familiar faces and to meet at least the, the six faces I can see. I guess I can't see everyone else, but thank you so much. Can you hear me okay? If, uh, okay, I've got like this AC unit that's kind of loud, so uh, forgive me, but um, so one of the things that I wanna do at the end of, of this um, reflection is uh, I wanna read a prayer that um, kind of helps spark this whole thing for me. Uh, so I wanna name that too. I, um, so I, I believe pronunciation would be Misha Boyet, um, who is the author um, of this prayer against efficiency, which I'll read at the end as a prayer for us. But um, it just got my mind thinking um, about uh, about images of life, uh, metaphors for life, whatever you know. Think of uh, the rat race or something like we, those kind of terms when, when we think about life and the struggles and and striving and all of that. And so that was in my mind at first because of this prayer. Uh, and then and then I just started thinking of the different ways that that I think life applies for me, like unfolds for me. Um, and so I guess I just want to name that little bit of a process in case this is a little too abstract. Uh, and then also to say the prayer at the end will at least be something uh, too. But, um, I don't, I imagine some of you can tell this, but I actually have a, have on a uh, clip on bow tie. And I guess it's more of like a, a hook in the back underneath the collar here, but um, it keeps riding up and everything. But, uh, and I had a, a Christmas where my partner, she bought me some real bow ties, um, which I would say, uh, in my opinion, uh, they're just simply the Ikea version of bow ties. Uh, rather than real bow ties, uh, you know, they aren't pre-assembled like this one. Uh, and even worse, they don't, they don't come with uh, instructions. And the YouTube videos, uh, they're not helpful uh, for me. The, the bow tie influencers on YouTube are, are too quick with their flips and their folds and their knots. And I, I actually, I need like a third hand to pause it and rewind it because as soon as I release one hand, I got to start over. It, it kind of feels a bit like origami to me, maybe even. There's some kind of mindfulness level that I haven't yet unlocked to be able to figure out how to tie a bow tie. Uh, so I just unhook the clip each Sunday. Ministry feels like that to me sometimes. We put up the best facade that a seminary degree can muster. Until a crisis hits and we're faced with the choice of unhooking the clip-on bow tie that's soaking up the stale coffee that was just spilled, or, or do we just leave it there for propriety's sake? Because after all, you got to wear a tie to worship up here. I don't know, maybe that's how Elijah felt in the scriptures we just heard read, exhausted from the work, daunted by the onslaught of oppression and intimidation that very unbecoming power couple in his congregation, Ahab and Jezebel, that were threatening his livelihood and even his very life if he didn't oblige their egos and preferences. Life feels like that to me sometimes too, not just ministry. But a, Rub a Rubik's cube of uh, endless decisions and maybe some outward observers and impressions uh, 
And a few people have memorized the steps that work to solve a Rubik's cube, but the rest of us, we just spin our squares, maybe our wheels over and over and over. We don't, we don't just perform under these pressures though. We, we so often we end up embodying them. They aren't, they aren't just novelties that we can't figure out. You know, credit scores aren't a ball game. And student loans and medical debt, medical bills, they, they shouldn't feel like a tired riddle that we have to solve. Compounding debt and stagnant wages shouldn't be a joke. So we handle all of these things that come our way in life, the best that we know how. Who needs an app when we have social media? You can grab your smartphone and it's homecoming picture, engagement photo, conspiracy theory, baby bumps, cute dog pictures, some smack talk about sports teams, conspiracy theory, poignant poems, social justice posts, Harry Potter house quizzes, newsfeed, feeding us, a steady diet of popcorn and M&Ms, empty calories nourishing our sugar highs and crashes, joy and existential angst and maybe some unaddressed carpal tunnel symptoms. This week, uh, a person won a rock skipping championship. I'm sure it was like some Midwestern town. It just feels like it would be while the World Olympics took center stage, this town, they held corgi races and air guitar competitions. Now, I don't know the world record or the Olympic record for that matter. That is the most skips of a stone across a body of water. But this person, he skipped it 50 times. I, I saw the video, five zero, 50 times. That, that stone must think it's the billionaire who made it to outer space. That feels like life to me too sometimes. Always trying to win, to improve, to be the best, to earn, to get to the top or to reach the other side of that which we can't really see or know. Endlessly striving for something, but really it's just to avoid something. Most of the time, something we don't stop to name or feel or know. Just, we're just pebbles skipping across the current of existential angst, maybe, or for some underlying fears, what's unknown, that none of us can really ultimately ever see always with clarity, but it always costs us everything in the present, in the here and the now, this endless striving or mindless numbing, rock skipping or doom scrolling. We want anything but to be, to be, to, to float. Yeah. Life can be like that sometimes too, floating. The divine flotation device in our lungs, we can just have the faith, as my friend Eric says, to stop flailing and to float.
if we could just have the faith to stop flailing and trying to speak and to work and to impress and to hoard and to make ends meet all at the same time. I know it's not always that simple. Maybe it isn't always that scary either. But I suppose life is all of these things from bow ties to origami to rock skipping and doom scrolling and so much else too. Unfair. Daunting. Unrelenting. Good. Maybe life is like Elijah before this story that was read when God's prophets were being killed. The injustice of telling the truth was a death sentence. Now, maybe sometimes life is like Elijah in this story that was read when all God wants is for him to take a nap and to eat what he can to rest. Or as Misha Boyet says, to be made. Maybe life is like God then. If we dare to believe it, if we have eyes to see it, constant and moving, confounding and worth it, cyclical, rhythmic, practiced at creating, at shaping, at folding, at tying, at spinning, at making space and time and priorities and needs and desires and hopes and meaning our very lives mystically in the shadows and nights, like the phone charging overnight or the sapling that sprouts when no one's been looking, the bear that awakens from hibernation or the grass that turned green when no one was paying attention, the canyon that's been carved out over millennia or a campfire that glows once that guy finally quits poking at it bread the bread that rises from its cozy nap the pie that needs to sit to rest that needs to rest would you pray with me it's a prayer against efficiency by misha boyet oh god be on time Beyond the number line, the hourglass. Beyond moons that wax and wane and waves that push and pull along our fragile ground. Oh God, beyond days and weeks and months. God uncontained by our 24 hours, free of our borders and yet still within them. God who is here. God of the meetings, the emails, the PTA, the neck ache, the child crying over homework, the car leaking oil, the head lice, and the sheets to wash. Oh, God of the groceries and the knife against the butcher block moving slow against the cucumber. God of the sun's path across the sky we cannot reach. God of midday. God of afternoons and the laughter of children, the clap of a ball on concrete. A God of evening color and the muted spread of light in the clouds as the night leaks in. God in the hand I hold. God of the one I love. 
God be on time. We come to you pulled by the bullet points in our calendars, by the titles we keep beside our names, by the goals we've charted and the accomplishments we list to define our value. You see each image we upload to our pocket screens, altered, filtered, and pinned to virtual walls. You, God, touch our distortions and soothe the edges of our efficiency, and only you can make us real. God, beyond the boxes we build to contain our lives, the hours we track and tally, God, outside of time yet here, come to us. Relieve our ragged breaths. Slow our steps. Relax the red lines that spike in our brains. Tell us what is true. Show us how time rolls like calm water. Let us cup it quiet in our hands. God, teach us to pause in this moment, to tuck ourselves into the curve of your slow arm, that we may know the miracle of now, the gift of this moment, you beside and beyond us, welcoming us outside of all we measure and standing with us in it. May we see the goodness of our still hours and days, sunrises, sunsets in the darkness where our rest is found. Order us that we may stand within time holding your hand that we may know we are enough, not because of what we make of these hours, but because within these hours, with you, we are being made.